0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Cafe 21. I'm your host again, Ross Crawford, and in the hot seat today we have a very special returning guest for a change. Our guest today won gold for Scotland in the 2002 Commonwealth Games, becoming the first Scottish gymnast to take home a gold medal. He's also an ambassador for Sports Tech Global Conference as a philanthropy team leader. Welcome back to the hot seat, Steve Frew. How are you, Steve? Thank you for that introduction, Ross. Uh, Great to be back and uh, to see your smiley face once again it's definitely smiling. You know what Stephen. Steve? I nearly wore my Scotland top, um, but we didn't do so well at the Euros this year, so I decided not to wear it this time. Um hopefully next time we'll get we'll both be wearing a Scotland top because we'll be doing doing quite well. Um okay, so you know the drill. Three questions, three answers. Are you ready? Yes. All good to go, Ross. Smashing. So Steve, um Last time you were on we kind of chatted a little bit more about the mental attributes that comes uh, it takes to win a gold medal at the, at the Commonwealth Games or just a big uh, athletic gymnastics event in general. Um, so today I wanted to discuss the the physical preparation that you you had to put your body through. Um, so do you want to just to describe for the audience what it takes um, physically to win a gold medal and compete at the highest level of gymnastics? Okay, so to, to win
1: a gold medal and to compete at the highest level in gymnastics or really any sport, it, it's a lifelong physical commitment. I, I started gymnastics when I was six and a half years old and then I won gold at 28 years old. So you can, you can more or less do the maths. And, and that was, I started off training twice a week at my, my local gym. And then that progressed to three times a week and then four times a week. When I was in the Great Britain team, I was training probably around 20 hours a week. Um, and, and that increased as well as we got closer to competitions. So, you know, it, it's a full-time physical physical job. Uh, I suppose as a, as a Great Britain team member, we, we got up at seven in the morning, straight into the gym, an hour conditioning, body preparation, breakfast, and then back in the gym, nine till 12 of gymnastics. And then we'd have some lunch, lunch break, and then after that, we'd get back in the gym from around three to six. So you're 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 probably doing around five hours a day of, of 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 the sport, which is is fully intense. You know, your energy of the body and the mind is 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 quite 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 difficult to to keep it up. So it, it's a real mental and physical commitment, I suppose, to get to get to be an elite athlete or or to win
0: gold in any way, shape, or form. And just quickly, actually, touching on the on on the diet that you must take to, how how much, what's the diet like for a, a gymnast out there? Just as a little insight for young athletes out there who uh, want to know what it takes. Absolutely.
1: So, I my diet as a youngster, um, and this is, um, you know, my 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 parents did the best that they could. However, I, I did have the typical Scottish diet back in the seventies and eighties growing up, and and that was not the healthiest for us. So, so I, I suppose as I progressed, I was very fortunate when I was um, in preparation for Manchester. And that's the time that I really switched my nutrition. Uh, I had a, an Italian um, nutrition coach. And uh, you know he introduced a lot more fruits and vegetables and high protein and high carb foods into my, my diet. It did really pay off. Muscle started to build. And I got stronger uh, through the food that we were, were taking in. So I think when I started to see the progress... I started to
0: believe in the process as well. Yeah, fantastic insight, Steve. And um, specifically for gymnastics, you won your gold medal on the rings. Um, talk us through the skills you, need to perfect your, you, you needed to perfect your routine on the rings. Um, maybe compare that to some of the other gymnastic apparatus.
1: Yeah, so absolutely. So we, we, have, a, we have a Bible of gymnastics, and that's called the Code of Points. And the code of points is the reference that every gymnast has to to follow. So every routine that you do has to have certain requirements from the the, the FIG, the Federation of International Gymnastics, code of points. So the code of points is the Bible, the the text that we all have to use to create our our routines. And they've got skills in them. And every skill has has an A value, a B value, a C value, a D value. The higher the value, then the more points you get. But a gymnastic routine must be made up of, of you know, 10 or, or, or 12
0: skills from, from the, the code of points. So is rings your favourite apparatus? Was it always your favourite growing up? and then it, Or did it become naturally your favourite apparatus?
1: Yeah, Ross, I, I always found it really exciting hanging on the, 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 the wires of the rings and, and swinging. That, that feeling of, of flying through the air, a bit like being on a, on a swing, I suppose, in, in the play park. But the rings for me was one that I really, I really enjoyed. And also because I was very light, I was quite light boned, um, but also very, very strong within that. So I found that I could adapt to some of the balances and some of the some of the strength, bodyweight strength moves on the rings, a little bit easier than the some of the other other gymnasts in the team as well. So naturally I tended to score a little bit higher. And then as the as the, the nutrition improved and the muscle got stronger. I found that I was scoring much higher on that apparatus. So everything started coming to together. And my dream really in in, in the, the 98 Commonwealth Games was, was to make a, a final in the ring. So for the, the four years between the, the games in Canada to the games in Manchester in 2002, I really focused on my strength, my nutrition um, and the gymnastic rings as well. But I mean, these things are two metres off the ground and, and, and it is quite scary, scary up there and your your life literally is is in your hands. Any slip or any any wrong movement and, and you're off. But I suppose great practice um, brings that confidence to be able to to manoeuvre your your body into different different positions. So the rings they do call it the strongman event. <laughs> you, you've probably seen it in the in the Olympics. Um, and, and 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 the, the rings gymnasts tend to be quite short with 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 um, with quite short levers. The shorter your levers are, then the stronger you can you can really be with that as well.
0: So it tends to suit the smaller gymnasts a bit easier. No, it's brilliant. And obviously, all the hard work and determination paid off for you. Um, because you ended up getting that gold medal. As you say, it does look like one of the more difficult uh, apparatus to perfect. And obviously, you were the best in the Commonwealth. So it's good stuff. Now, as I as I mentioned earlier, you're appearing today for actually a, a special reason, um, not just as a returning, not just our first returning guest, but Um, There's also a special reason we're having you on. Um, So on July 31st, 2021, so if you're listening or watching to this after um, that date, you can actually go ahead and look at this yourself. Um, You're going to be opening a brand new gym in Edinburgh. Um, So if you want to tell the audience a little bit about this this special opening.
1: Yes, of course. So this is going to be uh, Scotland's very first ever purpose-built, world-class outdoor calisthenics street gym so this is the this is a vision of of a couple of years uh, collaboration and, and and plans and thoughts and ideas and and we're very lucky that on the on, on the 30th friday the 30th this coming friday we've got the, the grand opening um at edinburgh park and uh hopefully this is going to help to inspire the the local community the youth of scotland to to believe in themselves and to build bodies and to build mines of of steel so that's that's the that's the purpose and also to give these young people a a positive destination that they can can go to and the great thing about this one Ross um, is that it's a it's a no-cost facility to use so funding has come from the Scottish government uh, and we've we've been able to thankfully tap into that uh, Energize Health and Fitness had a had an outdoor space that was being underutilized, so we 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 put two and two together. Uh, Chris at Energize was 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 the brains behind the operation, uh, and also had the funding in place to make it happen. We we collaborated, and on on Friday the the, the icing is is coming onto the the cake for for the community of Edinburgh. Um, we do also have a, an, an Energized Health and Fitness uh, website that we will get to you, um, and we're also on Instagram at the moment as as well. But if you follow my socials, uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, Steve Through Seven, then uh, we'll we'll be able to keep everybody everybody up to up to date. But it, it's a really exciting venture, as I say, coming out of the the post COVID uh, recovery. People have been socially uh, isolated. And it's going to give it's going to give many many people of all different ages and abilities and backgrounds, regardless of your creed or your colour, it's going to give you a place to come to, to socialise, to to try and use your body to the best that you can. So it's hopefully going to be a non-competitive uh, environment. It is at no cost at all uh, for coming along, and hopefully it's going to help to give a platform for these youngsters and the youth of uh, of Scotland and beyond a place to a place to dream and to reach their potential as
0: well. Yeah, as I say, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um looking forward to the gym opening and going to check it out myself. So and, and yeah, just like to say a big thanks as well, Ross, to to
1: our founder, Shireen Kreshi, because obviously, you know, Shireen's inspiration has helped to keep the the momentum going, even for the gym up in, in Edinburgh as well.
0: Yeah, we all love uh, Shireen here at SEGC, of course, our um are extraordinary founder um of this whole and the whole reason we're sitting here today steve so um yep yeah, thank you very much steve for returning as a guest here on stgc on in cafe 21 um and we wish you good luck for the opening of the gym and um we'll see you soon great stuff and, and we do um we do have a regular monday uh, catch up
1: on on clubhouse so i'll be able to update the the team and uh and everyone on on how the how the grand opening has gone
0: perfect steve see you soon
1: thanks ross cheers
0: thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of cafe 21 you can catch the visuals to the hot seat collection on our youtube or on our igtv page at stgc 2021 and tickets for our live conference are now live on ticketmaster check out our website sportsdayglobalconference.com for more information see you there